Welcome everybody to the Monday Night Call. I am so excited. We're going to get into some crazy, juicy, awesome topics today. But let's get into some very special things that right now. And it seems like, <clears throat> oh, by the way, this is Jen Springer. <laughs> I've been with Young Living since 2001. And what a crazy, incredible journey. We do these calls every week. Um, you can listen to the recordings on iTunes or SoundCloud or DiamondFactoryTraining.com. And I was thinking today about the it seems like you know people often we're going to talk about it today too it, when we get into the interview with Heidi, but there seems to be you know when people join this business and including you know even myself, I had no idea <clears throat> some of the trials and tribulations that happen when you grow your business, and we get going and we start sharing, and everything is great, and then like we hit the wall, right? We hit a class that nobody shows up to, or we go to a vendor event where we didn't get one lead, or one of your team quits, <laughs> or maybe a whole leg quits, or your best friend decided to sign up with somebody else. I mean, all these things happen. And I can say that these things, it sounds terrible, but these things are normal. <laughs> you know. And I believe that the people that make it to the leadership ranks are the ones that didn't let that stuff stop them. You know, we, we often see what's in front of us and we think that is the truth. And very often that can discourage us and want us to quit. And so we will wind up wanting to make our business a last priority. You know, we don't remember why we were connected in beginning our business and sharing to begin with, and then we get distracted and we forget that we wanted to pay off debt. We wanted to be free of a boss. We wanted to pay for college cash for our kids or whatever it was because nobody showed up to a class. <laughs> or like I just spent $900 on an expo booth not this weekend, the previous weekend, and not one lead came in at all. I mean like nobody showed up to this expo and the only three people that walked by were already enrolled. <laughs> and um, that was very discouraging, let's just say that. But I know that's just the way it is. And then we did an expo last weekend, and it was fine. And it was a $50 booth, and we got some really cool leads. So it, that's just part of what happens, right? And that's what keeps us going or quitting. So that's my little anecdotal thing for today, because there's been many days I've wanted to quit. And there's many days that I am encouraging my own team not to quit. I mean, it's just totally normal. And you're going to feel that, and your team is going to feel that. So just be aware it's just normal, and uh, that's part of the process. And the ones that do make it to rank are the ones that didn't give up. So let's go quickly through the specials. Uh, for 100 PV if you're on Essential Rewards, 5 ml of Nutmeg Vitality, which is the perfect oil for this time of year, the fall, winter season and it will spruce up for your, nut, um, your eggnog or your baked goods or in your diffuser to smell like a pumpkin pie. Uh, for 190 PV, you get that plus. If you're on Essential Rewards, you get a 15 ml of lemon, and you get a 5 ml of Northern Lights Black Spruce, which is lovely also in the diffuser. It would be great with the lemon. And then for 250 PV, you get Life 9, which promotes a healthy, flora in your intestines, which is imperative for um, immune system function. And you also get those other good oils that I mentioned, especially if you're on Essential Rewards, the lemon and the nutmeg go with that. And then for the 300 PV, you get those 
amazing oils in Life 9, but you also get a 15 ml of sacred frankincense, which last month we had Boswellia, um, oh my gosh, Carteri. <laughs> my brain just went out. I almost said Feriana, but that's, a diff, that's the other uh, frankincense that is more for aromatic use. But this month we have Sacred, which is Baswaya Sacra. And this oil is exceptional for heightened spiritual connection and higher mind connection. It's really, really clarifying. And um, I guess you would say you just, I guess you just feel connected more to everything when you diffuse it or you put it on topically. So either way is great. But I'm sorry, I don't diffuse that one. I wear it <laughs> because I want to put it in my hair. I love putting sandalwood and frankincense in my hair because then I become my own diffuser. So it's a little trick of mine that I like to do. But anyways, let's get into our topic here tonight. Let me go ahead over here to my notes so I don't want to forget anything. If you are listening to this live, you can, of course, share this information with your team after the call is over. The call is on iTunes. Look up for look up. Was it under? I think it's under Diamond Factory. It might be under Jen Springer, but I'm pretty sure it's under Diamond Factory. And then on SoundCloud, it's definitely under Jen Springer because Diamond Factory is actually like a diamond company or something like that. It's kind of funny, but. We have it over there, and you can download and also get some free training over at diamondfactorytraining.com. You can download all the recordings and stuff over there too. So there's a lot of goodies that you might want to see there on top of just the recordings. So I'm excited about tonight's guest because we talked about some really cool stuff together yesterday, and I am really, um, how do you want to say, I'm really pumped about what she's going to share with you that I know is going to help you with your business. You know, Heidi Orth is from Indiana. She's from outside of Indianapolis. And you know, people might think, oh, you know, oh, Indiana, the market there is kind of, you know, Midwest and you know it's not as exciting as some of these other areas of the country or things like that. <laughs> I've had my own some of my own team right in, in Indianapolis and that's why I could say that because I've had people in Indianapolis and northern Indiana and of course Chicago and Michigan and Wisconsin and all that and it's an, it's an incredible market, I think. You know, I think it's really, really nice. And Heidi you know, got started in her business, and she had some interesting mindset. You know, she's got a lot of kids and a lot of responsibilities. She's married. And you know, there could have been 45,000 reasons why she didn't do her business, right? And At she least. found 45,000 <laughs> reasons to do her business, right? She's got rabbits and goats and chickens and ducks and the tenth baby's on its way, and she's got you know, all this stuff going on. But Heidi, I'm so excited you're here, and I thank you so much for sharing your story as we get into this. Do you want to give everybody the little quick uh, 411 on how you got started, and then that initial, um, you know, getting your kit, which is really a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> I lo absolutely love it. And then we're going to jump into the meat of the poverty mindset and. I'm, I can't wait to share some of the, I got some of these things written down for us today, and I, I just can't wait to like jump right there. But I want people to get to know you a little bit and your story of how you arrived here and, and why, why you actually decided to grow your business to help with your, your van. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we, I tell people we got drugged into alternative remedies, natural healing, kicking and screaming. We, we did not grow up that way. We grew up in very medically minded world with my husband's grandfather being a doctor. But we had, you know, 
as compliantly as I can say, some significant health challenges <laughs> early on in our marriage. And um, what we were doing wasn't working. And so we started just dabbling heavily in dietary changes and herbs and herbal remedies and things. And I didn't even know, I didn't even know what essential oils were until I saw some at the health food store. And they said on the bottle compared to Young Living. And I thought, well, that must be good because Young Living must be like the standard. (laughs) (laughs) And so we tried them, but they didn't work, you know, for what we were looking for. I didn't notice the therapeutic benefit. (laughs) And so we just kind of left it at that. And we had a friend actually that was a Young Living member. And they asked if we, they said, you know, we order every month. You want to try a bottle of lavender? And I was, okay, you know, sure. And we bought, I don't know, a couple bottles of oil off of them, and they never told us that we could be a member. They never told us that there was a starter kit, never anything. And so we bought a couple bottles of oil, and then that was that. And I ended up, I think I lost them in the move. <laughs> And one of our moves oh my gosh. didn't even know what they were until um, we were looking for some answers. And another friend said, if I sent you a bottle of purification, would you try it? And I said, sure. And so she sent it to us and we tried it. And lo and behold, it worked. And it was like so great. And it was so exciting. And um, we had been through some really difficult struggles. We had moved four times in six years. My mother had died unexpectedly. Um, We had, our van had died. We moved into a house that had more problems than we could count. A $15,000 flood repair. I mean, it was just nuts. And so she knew we couldn't buy a starter kit. And so we bartered. And she said, you know, I really think you need a starter kit. And I'm like, what's that? And she's like, well, the kit of all the oils and a diffuser. I did not even know what a diffuser was or what it did. And this was the summer, I think June of 2014, and she bartered with us. And she said, if I, um, would you barter with us? We need, my husband's a software engineer, and they needed, a, they needed several computers repaired. And she said, if, if, would you fix these computers in exchange for a starter kit? I was like, that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds great. And that's how we got our starter kit, with a barter. We didn't and here you are, had. right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Didn't even oh know my what we gosh. Did, So it was fabulous. It was fabulous. You and she know, told me um, not to leave it in my closet because that's what she did. And, and how did you closet. use it up right away, or did it sit around for a while? I didn't use everything because I I didn't know exactly what it all was, and it was sort of a a comfort level thing, you know. Like, well, I know I could do this, this, and this, but then I got a good reference guide, and that started to help a lot. And I started using things more and more and more. And I will tell you, uh, Copaiba was a life-changing oil for our family. And when I started Mm. seeing results like that, I was all in on the use. (laughs) Well, it kind of replaced all those herbs you had used for years, correct? Oh, my gosh. Like, you could spend hundreds of dollars a month on herbs 
that you can cover with one bottle of oil. I mean, when they oh when you God. talk about herbs, you know, and oils and oils being up to 10,000 times stronger than herbs, we know that it's true from our own personal experience because you herbs they're not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, they can serve a purpose, but if there's an equivalent oil, hands down every time. You know, that's why two drops of Cobaiba for my husband every day replace a whole regimen of bottles of herbs that he used to take. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. I believe yeah. it, though. They say, I mean, oils are 10 to 100 times stronger than the dried herb. It is true. It is true. So, so much more effective. And so the more we used, the more they worked, and it was awesome. It was really great. Though I did stick to the starter kit for a, while, a long while. I didn't venture outside the starter kit for some time. You mean the oils work better when you use them? And not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when they're not in the box. It's amazing how that Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's so, so crazy. that's how we got so, our kit. I, that is so funny. I, I totally love that story because, um, you, you know, we, like, we all have that magical moment in which we get involved with this company. And some people come in kicking and screaming and others barter and others, you know, just kind of fell into it. And it's just always so much fun to hear what, <clears throat> what brought people here. And, you know, at first, I know you didn't come in on the business, but what – spurred you to that moment of where you're like, huh, maybe I could like do something with this and make a little money or, you know, or maybe a little more. What was that yeah, turning for us, point for you? For us, um, it sounds sad to say, but it was almost desperation for us. It was, mm. um, we had, I mean, it's a long personal story, but we had been through some really, really difficult times. And, we had, by that time, um, I was about, I had just had my eighth baby. And so we had our eighth baby right after my mom had died unexpectedly, and we were responsible for all of, she had no, nothing to her name. So we were responsible for all of that care and all of the fallout that happens when a person dies, and, you know, and things. And then, and we had just moved into a house that, we uh, within two months after moving in, we had windows leaking everywhere. The stove had broken. We had a flood. It it was just it was terrible. And after all of those things happened, our our van died, and it was sort of like uncle, <laughs> you know, that was the uncle moment where okay, we we can't do this. I don't know what we're going to do, and um, we had found a ministry that helped us purchase a van as far as helping they helped us find one helped us find um and our bank really worked with us on an extended loan you know there were all these things that kind of came together but at the end of the day we couldn't find a van we had no cash we had no cash to pay for a van and we couldn't when you have a big family and you have to drive these huge vans and they're you know 12 passenger vans 15 passenger vans <laughs> they're they're really hard to find they're they're ministry vehicles, and they're really hard to find, and they're not cheap. And so we found, we looked for months and finally found one where the payment was just not astronomical. And 
but we still didn't know how we were going to pay for it. And so we knew we had to pretty much give because we had to have something to drive. And so we bought this van, and my um, enroller, you know, she was seemed to be doing okay with this, and I knew she was making a little bit of money. And I went to her and I said, do you think that I could make $300 a month with this? I need to make $300 a month. My husband, he has a great job, and he's always had a great job. But when you have kind of everything that happened to us plus 10 mouths to feed, it's just a lot. And mm-hmm. she said, I know you can make $300 a month for this, with this, which really ended up, you know, really needed to be like $450, $500 a month <laughs> because I needed to be able to pay for my 100 PV order. But that was where it started, and that was in September. So I'd had my kit for a couple months. I knew that the oils worked. I'm kind of a quick study on things. So when I realized the oils worked and I started using more and more and finding more and more things that worked, then I thought, okay, if I'm going to do anything, it might as well be something like this because we didn't mm-hmm. – I never planned on having a traditional kind of job. There was no way. I'm a homeschooling mom. We have a small farm. Yeah, you got the <laughs> kids. Yeah, there was no way, but I thought I could – kind of work around this you know I can meet people for coffee and you know things like that and so that's what I did that was September and my first enrollment was in an Uno's pizza with my six-week-old baby in the car seat (laughs) so did you think that $500 was going to be like the world game changer for your life for your family or were you wanting to even do more I truly believed $500 would change my life I truly believed that $500 a month would change my life. And that, that is truly a poverty mindset. <laughs> it truly, it yeah. truly is. Because while $500 can give you room to breathe, um, it might make it easier to pay a bill, it doesn't change your life. But mm. I really believed that it would. Mm. Truly did. Did you ever think you could hit, platinum is our initial six-figure rank, did you ever think you could do this? I had no goal When you started. Beyond. When you started. <laughs> no. No, I didn't even know what the ranks were. I didn't know what the ranks were. I just needed a way to make $300 a month. That was it. If I said, when, Heidi, you're going to be making over six figures in a couple years, what would you have said to me? <laughs> I think I wouldn't have been able to breathe. I'd be laughing so hard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> never... Never in my life, I can remember the first job I had where I made over $10 an hour, and I thought, this is for real. Like, this is legitimate money. (laughs) Yeah, I made it. (laughs) I mean, I grew up really poor. My mom didn't work. My dad was on Social Security, and we had lived on a fixed income where by the time the end of the month came, there was no food left, and you just had to get by till the third. And that was all I'd ever known. And so, no way. I mean, no way. Just not on any planet would I have ever believed something like that. And didn't. And didn't for the first, hmm, really didn't for the first two years of my building. Wow. Yeah. What I saw you shift. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's, I 
thought I didn't I didn't know what any of the ranks were until um my enroller hit silver. And it was like, Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> that and she great. said Yeah, she's like, Yeah, I mean the average silver makes like twenty five hundred dollars a month and, and then I said twenty five hundred dollars a month? That would change my life. Like that, oh, that's crazy. $2,500 a month? Are you kidding me? Like that is life-changing money. To me, that just meant, oh my gosh, to me, $2,500 just sounded like I might as well have just hit the Powerball because that <laughs> would have made our life so much easier. And so that, after she hit silver, I thought, okay, um, I had just been – I had been building very slowly, but consistently, and I knew just on guidance that I was receiving, receiving from my upline, um, I knew about building two legs, and, mm-hmm. but that's all I knew. That's all I knew. And so I, that's all I was doing and knew I could, um, I knew I could hit silver that way. And so that was what I did because I thought $2,500 would change my life. Oh, my gosh. That is so crazy. And did you, what, it took you about a year to hit silver? Is that correct? It took me a year. Yeah, it took me a year mm-hmm. to hit silver. And it was so mm. exciting, and I had no goals beyond silver. Like, I had no <laughs> goals beyond silver. I was happy. I was, I was so happy. I was so happy. Um, it didn't change my life. It gave us a little room to breathe, but we had another baby. <laughs> you know, ten, ten, and, number ten's on the way. <laughs> yeah. So then we had number nine, and it was okay. You know, this is like great. You know, I hit silver, and I had no goals for gold. I thought, nope, I don't need that. You know, I don't need that. This is good. This would be like if I was working you know, a a good part-time job, and I don't really have to leave the house very much. And I was content. I was content to sit there for at Silver for a whole, I mean, almost a whole year before I felt any differently about the business. Isn't that funny? Mm. Oh, that's so, you know what, though, but that's also, true that there are people that that is their only goal and it will always be that and um for you i know it shifted when um you uh decided to to do a few things last was it last fall of 2016 you want to share what happened that was kind of yeah yep yeah i went on silver retreat and um i i had never been west of chicago and (laughs) Never, I had never been, yeah, I had never been west of Chicago, and when I went to go on Silver Retreat, I'd only ever flown once in my life, and I was scared to death. <laughs> I was scared to death, and I have a seven-week-old baby, and I go to Silver Retreat, and um, I, one of my daughters, and this is just kind of the beginning of understanding the poverty mindset for me was my one of my daughters said are you going to see mountains with snowy tops and I said I don't know 
I don't know if I'm going to see mountains with snowy tops. And then you get out to Salt Lake City, and you do see mountains with snowy tops. And I got off the plane, and I cried because I could see mountains with snowy tops. And, like, legitimate mountains. It sounds so silly now, but not like Kentucky mountains. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's all perspective. (laughs) but like actual mountains and I thought okay this is um this is great this is really nice and I you know the farm was really really cool and um I didn't know I had never followed any leaders in Young Living I knew who my diamond was but that was it so Mm -hmm. you know you go on retreat and there's speakers and presenters I had no clue who any of them were at all and there was a lady sitting on the floor in the hall of the the hotel where we were. And um, I was just kind of standing there and listening to her talk. And people were kind of crowding around and crowding around. I thought, well, I don't even know what's going on here. I don't understand that she's got anything, like, particularly great that she's saying. And I left. <laughs> I found out later when we went to the keynote session that it was, um, Madison Viney that was sitting on the, the floor <laughs> by the bathroom next to me. That's funny. And I just thought, and I was like, well, who is this? I didn't know who she was. And I looked on my phone while we were talking and about died a thousand deaths. And I was like, and I was listening and I was just like, you mean to tell me that that, the girl, the young girl standing next to me makes $125,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't I couldn't wrap my brain around that. And for me just it was like um it's like when you read things on the internet and you think that kind of stuff doesn't happen to people you actually know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's just not really tangible to you. It's not really real to you and here I was in the same room as somebody who actually made $125,000 a month, a month, which mm-hmm. you can't even wrap your head around that amount of money. Most people can't even think about that in a whole year. And right. here I was trying to wrap my head around that in a month all the time, every month. <laughs> and she was saying what they were doing with the funds, and it was just, and the rest of the time I was so, I was, it was like a whole new world had opened up to me. And I, I was talking to more and more people that were not just silver, you know, that had ranked up. And like, no, really, this, people really do this? Like people really like, not just like five people in the whole world, <laughs> in the whole country, you know? And it was just, that was the beginning for me of understanding what was holding me back? Oh wow! Is that when did you realize that was your mindset at that point, or did that come a little later? It came a little later. I I knew you know there was just kind of like a spark, and I thought, okay, so there are people like a lot of people really doing this, and they're making like they're making more money than I could ever imagine making, um, but with with good things, you know, with, like, this is not selling bags. 
You know, this is like life-changing products. And yeah. I started to kind of regain my my passion and my fire. Not that I had lost it, but it was just kind of becoming more ignited. And that was in September. And then I think it was um, November, November, December time frame. Um, I had a downline member, my number one, really start to take off in the business. And she got in to do the business for income. It was, um, she was the first person I'd ever known to do the business for the income and not because she loved the products first. Not that she didn't love the products, but she saw the opportunity. And mm-hmm. she was like, I don't understand why people don't pursue this opportunity. And it was because I didn't fully grasp the opportunity. I, it really was not something that I totally understood. And um, I watched her start to succeed um, under me and just past me. And it was, oh, okay, well, now somebody I actually know is having a lot of success with this. And my enroller was doing fairly well her own way. And so then 12 Days of Diamonds came out. And I started watching 12 Days of Diamonds, and for me, that was when the switch went off. Like, what am I doing? Are you kidding me? Like, I'm sitting on this, like, it's like you're sitting on a gold mine, you know, a gold mine. I mean, not because of the people who were with you, but because of Young Living and the opportunity and the structure. And that, for me, was when the switch went off. Mm. And that's going on right now, and that Facebook group is available all year. And um, was there any particular recording that really spoke to you that just helped you with moving forward and, and setting you on fire? Yes. Um, you know, I think everyone, if you want to learn about yourself, do Young Living. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> will teach you more about yourself than growing a Young Living business. And everybody knows that they have past junk and things from their past that they have to deal with. You know, and I certainly had those things. And I... Um, I never saw myself as someone who would ever have success in anything outside of being a mom. And not that that's not enough, but never in my mind did it enter a possibility that I had ability um, and worth in anything other than that. And I also had a very severe limited mentality with money. Very, very, very limited thoughts with money. Limited thinking poverty mindset with every aspect of money that you can that you can think of and I was watching um, John and Heather Brock's video where they go to the grocery store and um, they go to the grocery store and they're in the checkout line and the lady behind them says excuse me but do you know how much that watermelon is and they didn't know how much the watermelon was. And they said, oh, I'm sorry, we don't know. And she was angry with them and said, that, that watermelon's $11. And they were like, oh, okay. You know, but her point was, you can't buy an $11 watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, was, she was just kind of like, well, our, our kids really like watermelons, so we're going to go ahead and get it because 
they didn't have to look at the price of the watermelon when they were shopping. And we had just been through a whole year of monthly budget meal planning um, where our food choices were very limited, even though I was a silver. I mean, we have a very large family. And so mm-hmm. we, had, we had been through this monthly budget planning. We were following a plan from the Internet, you know, on how to eat for $50, you know, and things like that. And, and I thought, oh, my gosh. And I closed my laptop lid, and I said to my husband, I want to buy $11 watermelon. <laughs> and he looked at me like, what are you talking about? And I said, no, I, that is what I want. I, just freedom. Freedom to do what you need to do and not have to worry about it. I didn't want to do anything, and that sounds extravagant, you know, $11 watermelon, but I didn't want to do anything outlandish. I just wanted the freedom to... We need something, we go get it. Something breaks, mm-hmm. we replace it. And, and that for me was just life-changing, watching those videos and you see just people from all walks of life succeeding in Young Living, whether they had business knowledge or none, or they're really educated or not. Um, they had a very privileged life or a very not privileged life. It doesn't matter. There are diamonds, crown diamonds, royal crown diamonds from every type of situation. And I thought that was particularly inspiring. And the idea of, and, the, and I think the $11 watermelon story really got me because of what we'd been through with our own grocery budget and things like that. And knowing from the research we had done what kinds of foods that meant we could afford. And it's not the best kind. I mean, we live in a society where poor people eat very poorly. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know? And, and that for me was like, that was a light bulb moment. That was when I printed out the income disclosure. Printed huh. it out. Um, I, I can't remember who it was on 12 Days of Diamonds that said not to look at the rank, but to look at the income. And underline the number that would just help you to breathe. And then circle the number where you think that that would make a really big difference for us. And then circle with stars, this would change my life. And that was when I did that. That night I printed out the income disclosure. I put it on my whiteboard and I skipped the first two and I went to the circle with the stars. (laughs) I went to the circle with the stars, and I said, this is what I'm going to do. Because What rank was that? Diamond. Mm -hmm. It was diamond. And I said, this is what I'm going to do, because if they can do it, I can do it. I can do it. If they can do it, I can do it. And that is a monthly income that would change our life. And that was when I decided, "I'm, I'm really going to do this. Was the biggest turning point the um, watching that, or was there other things that you did to work on the the mindset, like as you realized you had to break out of this poverty mindset to succeed? Was it this the main turning point, or were there other things that you were doing to work on that? The 
watching the videos, meeting Madison Vining, those things were the precursor for flipping my business on its head. You know, I Mm, looked at everything I was doing and I said, that was enough to be a silver. But if it were enough to be a gold or a platinum, I'd already be there. I had sat at Mm -hmm. silver for a year with no real progress under, you know, any of my legs where I wasn't the builder. Mm. You know, and I realized... And you set a goal. Go ahead. No, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you no. set a goal of gold, didn't you? And then what yes. happened after you set that goal for I, gold? I looked at the income disclosure. I looked at my numbers, and I thought, I think I can hit gold by March. Like, if I really killed it, if I really... And this was November of 16. And this was November. Yes, Mm -hmm. this was November. And I thought I could hit gold by March. But I knew from tips I had picked up, and I mean, I was like a crazy binge watcher for the 12 Days of Diamonds. Some things I picked up were, I was, like some things I picked up were, I was making it too hard. I was, my classes were too long. Um, I was making it too hard. I was giving too much away. And what I was doing really was not duplicable. It really wasn't. And I used to, um, I actually, secret, kind of used to poke fun at that. You know, like duplicability, you know, okay, well, you're either going to do it or you're not. And if you don't want to study what I've studied, blah, blah, blah. But it's true. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason I really struggled, one reason, I really struggled to find builders or to inspire builders was what I was doing was too hard. And it was, it honestly, I wasn't making very much money because I did give too much away and it was a mistake. And so I, I, I had a, it was a radical change. It was very, very drastic and it was sudden. But I knew if I was going to make progress, um, I had to dig really deep and, because what I was doing wasn't working. And so I changed my – go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, how did you shift that to what kind of presentation? I I changed my script completely and just focused on the oils. I just focused on that starter kit. You know, when you're teaching a class for new members and you need to get people to enroll, you're trying to sell them a starter kit. And if they're not convinced that that starter kit is worth it, then they're not going to do it. And so everything else that I would talk about, whether it was just overall health-related or about your food or, you know, things, I cut it out because the bottom line is people have short attention spans, and it was just too long. And by the time I got done, it was, they were overwhelmed. And it wasn't like I didn't have any success in rolling. I was a silver. Um, but... It could have been so much better. So that was one thing. Another thing was the fear, the poverty mindset of asking people to spend that $160. Because yes, people drop $160 at Target every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Don't even think about it. Don't, they don't check the prices of what they buy at Target. Like all no. the time. And so that for me too was something I picked up watching those videos was – Stop thinking people can't afford it. They can. You and they know, can afford reach... more than the starter kit. I know. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how you upgrade. Um, you, you do this awesome thing, which 
we'll talk about in a second. But you hit gold in January. <laughs> yes. And I hit platinum and in then March. You hit, and you hit platinum in March. <laughs> so you guys, you have to write your goals down, print out that income disclosure, circle stars, all that stuff, and hit some dates on there. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, I'm so big wonderful. on goals now. Big, big, big. Well, you did, you did this little thing where you told me when we were talking that you, had, you needed 30 people. And you, you and I were talking, and I, thought, I calculated 30 people with starter kits. And I'm like, well, that's not a whole lot of volume. But you were telling me you got 30 people that month, that last month to qualify, and it was at 300 PVs. How, did, how do you upgrade people from a $160 kit up to – a dollar amount where they're qualifying for the bonuses and all the freebies, wonderfulnesses. That was also breaking through the poverty mindset. Yeah, I, like, oh. I never. I mean, for two years, I'm not sure. You could probably count on one hand how many people I convinced to buy something outside the starter kit, and it was most of mm. the time because I didn't even try, um, out of fear because the $160 was hard enough for me. Um, and if I did, it was probably their idea. <laughs> You're like just passively doing it. (laughs) Yeah. But then um, part of breaking through that poverty mindset is, first of all, do you believe that people need these products? Because if you believe that, it's a lot easier to sell it. You know, Mm -hmm. and I had to really dig down for that. And the second thing is when I teach and I'm going through the starter kit, I sprinkle in at least 50 PV more of products that are outside the starter kit without really focusing heavily on them, but just mentioning them at an appropriate time and all the things that I love about Young Living and everything there is to offer outside the starter kit. Like when you talk about lemon, you talk about orange. And when you talk about thieves, hello, you know, everything. When you talk about the Ningxia Red samples, you know, and you have to presume that people can afford it and they will. And the iTobi scanner, you know, if you can afford an iTobi scanner, invest in one. Because the iTobi scanners or Zyto scanners and um, the results that they show people um, confirm for them things that you've been saying and really open up their mind to even more products than you talked about when you were teaching. And so when they're enrolling and you just presume they're going to want something else, mm. there's so much more. And so and you you're getting well. these larger orders. Were they going on auto ship too right away or did you have yes. to, you know, how, okay, so how did you shift people? Like if I'm your prospect and I just got my, okay, I got my thieves cleaner and my lemon and orange extra and all this stuff. How did you talk to me, how would you talk to me about essential rewards? So what I would do is one of the things that um, I changed as far as not making things complicated is just saying, hey, you know, when you're going through the enrollment process and you choose your kit, the next option is to choose your rewards kit. And so Mm -hmm. I say, oh, what did you want in addition to the starter kit? And because I was thinking, you know, you said something about that thieves cleaner. Oh, yes, you know, and the orange and the toothpaste or whatever it is. And you say, well, um, let's do it on the rewards. All we do is hit this customized kit and add those products, and you'll get the free oil this month, which whatever it is. 
Um, mm-hmm. And let's see where you're at. You know, when we add all these up, and then we're going through and we add them. And I'm always make sure people understand there's no requirements with essential rewards. Next month, if you don't need anything, you can call and cancel it. But most of the time, if they use their stuff, they don't because they're ready for something new. And if they've used the stuff, they know that it works. And, they, and I'm pretty big on you know, the ditch and switches. What can we do next month? You know, next month, maybe we can work on your deodorant and your shampoo. Mm. <laughs> you know, there's so much more. Um, and then whatever the promos are that month, oh, my gosh, you are really close to a sacred frankincense. Did I tell you what sacred frankincense does? Monoterpenes? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know? And it's, we all and, need that. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. And it's just, it's a confidence I did not have before, you know, before last winter. I just didn't have that before last winter because I had so much fear and I just had so much, um, I had just had such a limiting mentality on how much money people were willing to spend. But guys, I mean, especially now at Christmas time, do you see what people buy for other people? Yeah, no like oh. my, my, my bestie and I were talking today, like people, she called and she's like, do you know people actually buy Budweiser Christmas villages? No. <laughs> she has seen this catalog. You know, and it's like, stop thinking people can't afford a 300 TV order. <laughs> people buy whatever they want when they think it's worth it. I mean, like, that's the whole idea, you know, at Christmas when you go up and down the middle of the aisles and it's just junk. You know, it's like junk. the They're same pocket junk. knives. It's the same pocket knives, the same flashlights, the same car repair kits every single year in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> it's the same junk. And people buy it all. It's, you know, you just, people have the mm-hmm. money to spend. So just believe and be confident that they may as well spend their money on this. You know, I was going to ask you about, which I think is really, really cool, um, and we, you know, we, didn't, we went into this into, you know, I got a couple of things I want to hit, is how on earth, because you obviously were a woman with your hair on fire to get from silver to platinum within like four months. Um, how did you do that, it, you know, and really hit that momentum so that it just literally exploded? So... Sometimes, um, you know, we recommend as leaders to our downline things other people say to do, and they don't do it. And I really think the difference is I did do it. I went through and printed out my Facebook friends, and if you weren't in Young Living, no one was safe. (laughs) (laughs) No one was safe. (laughs) No one was safe. You know, I went through every contact in my phone. I mean, you know, it was just, if I'm going to do this, it's up to me. I can't expect anybody else to do it for me. And I literally contacted every person I knew that was not already in Young Living. And, um, and it ended up, I think because I had been consistent for two years, I think that did work in my favor because people saw that I'm still in this and I didn't quit. And there was a little bit of a trust factor there, you know, as far as 
um, well, if I'm going to talk about oils, I might as well do it with Heidi because she's still in it, <laughs> you know, because it already been two years. Yeah. And so I think that helped. But I did. I, I did. I got way, I mean, personal growth hurts. And I got, I'm very, very self-conscious about my appearance and my voice. And so I really sucked it up after those 12 days of diamonds and I started doing Facebook videos. And that oh, was, I thought I, I thought I would vomit the first time. Through your personal I mean, profile? I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just started doing Facebook videos, compliant videos on oils and it just, it all came at the right time for me. It just was, I, I had been through what I needed to go through to learn about myself and knew what I had to do. And I just, I was very persistent. And I knew in March, I looked at my numbers and I thought, I think the OGB is going to be there. Um, but for platinum, you know, you need four legs. And the third, the fourth leg was not very close because it didn't have a builder. It just, it was just me. And I mm. thought, well, I think I could do it if I got 30 personal enrollments. And I knew the only way I could do it would be to pull out all the stops and get everyone I knew that wasn't already in or that was in but didn't want to do the business to host classes for me. And that's what I did. I mean, I taught five classes in a 60-hour span one weekend. <laughs> How did you it's get everybody just, to host you? No, no was not in my vocabulary. <laughs> no, no boundaries. Um, so I tell my downline, do what it takes. I think part of, there were a whole lot of things that held me back. But I think one thing that held me back as far as getting people to host a class is I'd only ever done it one way. And you don't have to do that. You can really cater to individual needs for hosting a class. For some people, they're motivated by, hey, do you want some Thieves Cleaning products to host a class for me? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. I saw your video about that. Sounds great. And that is really good enough for them. Other people, oils, other people, enrollments, it just depends if they're in, if they're not in. Um, but I had a lot of success that particular month because I really tried to get classes through people who weren't in. And I said, I don't care if you want to do Young Living. I don't care if you ever sign up. Um, this, You'd be doing this for me. I'm working on a big goal. I'll make it worth it for you. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want right, to right. get 10 people in a room? Yeah, because you knew your closing did. numbers. And so you needed people. Yeah, by that time I was feeling pretty good about it. I just, I just needed people in front of me. And so that's what I did. And I didn't give everybody the same thing. It was really whatever motivated that person the most. And it, and it worked for me. And I thought, oh my gosh, if, that, if I had been doing that all along, you know, it, made, it might have made such a huge difference. Um, and it really changed kind of how I train my leaders as far as you don't have to do this one way. Find your way. Find what you're... What you, where you shine, and what motivates your people. It may not be what motivated my people, and that's okay. Mm. That is okay. One thing I want, to ask, I want to ask you about is what is an introducer? 
because we talked about a little bit before, you know, not before the call today. What, share with everybody what an introducer is and what they do for our businesses or not, depending on if they're in yes. our organization. So you know, the average person has to be touched by someone talking about Young Living six times. That's the average amount of times that a person hears about Young Living or sees about Young Living before they become a member. And I call those first five introducers. You know, people will introduce Young Living all day long, but they don't close them. You have to become good at closing if you want to grow new members, if you want to gain new members. And so that's happened for me a lot. I'm a several, I mean, early on in the game, I had people go elsewhere, you know, and enroll with the person that introduced them, you know, first. But then I got, I really honed my closing skills because I wanted to be able to close them because there are people that um, are, um, they don't focus on closing that enrollment. You know, hey, let's go ahead and get you get let you get started. Take out your phone; it only takes two minutes to enroll, and I'll walk you right through it. And they're afraid mm-hmm. to take that last step. And you have to become a closer, not an introducer. Got to do it all. Yes, all the way. Yep, all the way. Yeah, totally agree. Because, but you know, those introducers, <laughs> when we meet them, then we can just simply close them. But for the person who did the introducing, they have a very difficult time. They get frustrated because they, they've done – I know a lot of people that do that. They, they talk and talk and talk and share and give out samples and brochures, and then they never close, and then they're, they're, somebody else closes them, and then they get mad. <laughs> yeah, stop it with the samples. Yes. I mean, the <laughs> – Stop it with the samples. You know, it's these these products are worth it. A bottle of lemon is six twenty five. They don't need a twenty cent sample. Yeah. You know? And so I yeah. Totally I mean, agree. It's introducing, um, it's nice and it and you think it helps people, but it doesn't really help someone if they don't have the oils. If they don't have the products, you really haven't done them any favors. No, and, and I'm like, I feel like right on the same um, wavelength as you because I'm, I'm a sampler all day if they want to play in my oils in class or in my kit during that time, and if they want to drink some Ningxia Red or whatever or whatever I've got, but I don't sample either. Um, I've, ne- I've really never had, A, I'm not organized enough to remember the samples, but B, I'm just not a sampler, and because of what you said, I found that if I give people, I've never gotten enrollment off of a sample I gave to somebody. Maybe some of you guys listening have done great with sampling, but I never have. Yeah, so, it was not. Yeah. And for me, um, so listen, we live in a rural county um, in the middle of farm country, <laughs> and our post office is on the main street where I'm sure it was built back when our county became a thing. <laughs> okay. And we have the tiniest podunk post office you've ever seen, okay? And it's right (laughs) on the main street, which means that – and there's six parking spaces. I'm not kidding, okay? And so if I want to go to the post office and I want to drag all nine of my kids to the post office – and walk along the main street to get into the front of the post office only for us to have to wait in the line that's always there in the room the size of my family room, 
I can't do that. And so I used, I used with the samples, you know, you have people that need a sample. Well, you know, I'm home. I can't, for me to get places to mail things is like, no, it's not Hard. happening. It is not mm. happening for this lady. <laughs> for me, it is not happening. And we do do where we can mail from our house now, but we do not have the best mail person. Um, I don't know what it is about the county we live in. Um, and I've had two things lost by the Postal Service. And Seriously. so, yes, and so I, I stopped with the samples too because, not because I don't want to be generous, but because, you know, all of Young Living's products are guaranteed anyway. And out of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people I've personally enrolled, um, no one has ever returned their starter kit. It's never happened. Mm-hmm. And yep, I tell that to people all the time. Like, listen, this is the way to go. Here's why. And you can return it if you don't want it. But let me tell you, no one's ever done it. And still no one has mm-hmm. ever done it. Um, real quick, before we wrap up, can you share, I'm sure this has never happened to you, um, just like it's never happened to me or any other person who has been building a business. Um, what happens when you have a whole leg that decides to go off with the fairies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah surely not me. Um, no, I, me neither. <laughs> I, yeah, I certainly did have that. I had um, my sponsor, um, he did help me build a leg um, because he got in around the same time I did, and he got in for the business. And so he helped me build a leg, and I built the other leg. And when the FDA thing happened, um, he quit, and he took all his people with him, a whole leg, um, Mm. a whole silver leg. Oh, my gosh. A whole silver leg. Um, Out of that whole $4,000 PV PV leg, um, there are three members. There were three members left that stayed. Holy moly moly. Three members that um, they were not on Facebook or not, you know, not on anything. They were just happy to order whenever, didn't really care. But the rest of that 4,000 PV, gone. Gone within two months. Whole thing. (laughs) That's crazy. So what did you do? You just keep going. You Mm -hmm. just keep going. You know, saturation, lack of people, it's a myth. It is a myth, and I didn't believe that for a long time. But listen, I mean, the sheer numbers right now is the time. I mean, the sheer numbers of Young Living, we have, what, 4.5 million distributors worldwide was the last figure I saw. Mm-hmm. We have 360 million United States citizens. It's <laughs> we got some work. <laughs> that is, I mean... Like I live outside in Indianapolis in a rural county, but there's a million people in my backyard, mm-hmm. you know? And so I just rebuilt it from scratch. I rebuilt it from scratch, and it's so much stronger than what it was. I mean, it's so much better. I'm a better person for it, um, and I think you're right. Like with what you said at the beginning is um, those are the things – that make people quit. But if you can get through that stuff, you, you'll be successful. And I didn't know that at the time. I just knew that, you know, if I wanted to stay 
silver. I had to keep going and keep doing it, you know, despite that, <laughs> you know, despite that. Did, but, yeah, you just keep going. Was that discouraging for you or are you just like, okay, I'm just going forward? Um, oh, gosh, at first it was devastating. And you take it so personally. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know about you, but it's hard not to take that kind of thing personally. Um, because, it, you know, people are who they are, and they're going to do what they do, and, and they don't realize how much it can affect you as a person. And it was difficult, and it was devastating. Um, and it took me a couple of months to pick up the pieces from that. But it's okay. And end up, I'm better for it. Um, I'm better for it. And we are still acquaintances, um, and they left to do another MLM, and I am sure they are filled with regret. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It happens. So, yeah. And, you know, people it think does. that the grass is greener <laughs> or things like that, and really – I mean, we're very blessed with what we have with Young Living, and it's very different than anything really out there. And our culture is so unique and so genuine in so many ways. And, um, well, <laughs> you've got to do that. You can't get discouraged. And it's going to happen to every one of us who's in business for any period of time. And it's how we adapt to that that keeps us going. And, like, what if that, what if that was enough to get you to quit? You wouldn't be sitting at Platinum. You would have been done. Oh, gosh. Yes, we, I would have been done and I would have been stuck at probably even senior star because I wouldn't mm, have even crazy. had much volume. Um, I mean, I had some personal enrollments in that leg, but I, w- I struggled so much to find builders that, you know, it really was just me. I probably would have just gone back down to senior star for a bit. It would have taken me a while to get back up to executive and silver if I had just decided, well... I guess that's my fate in this. Um, mm-hmm. But it, you're right. I hear more. And the more you talk to other people who are successful, it wasn't easy for them as far as no. nothing bad ever happened. Nope. And it, it happens happen. to everybody. And when we know that, it's like, okay, I've been initiated. <laughs> yes. You know. And yes. it's, some people are crazy. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> people are who they are. And it's not a reflection on you. It's just them. Ah, so, so true. Um, there was, um, let me make sure that I've got everything that we were going to cover. I think we do. Oh, real quick. I, things, this, we right? You can wrap up with, what did you say? The three things. Yeah, the, the three thing? things. We'll wrap up with that and leave everybody with these three things. There's three things that everybody needs to grow their team, and without them you'll spin your wheels forever. What are those three things? Okay, so um, if there's, I mean, I talk to my leaders and my builders about these three things all the time because you personally have to do these three things, and that is enroll. You should always be enrolling. <laughs> Um, I mean, always be enrolling. Um, The other thing, second thing is get your people that you enroll to enroll someone else. Um, That's Mm -hmm. been something I've worked really, really hard on. Um, The third thing is to get the people you enroll on essential rewards. You know, Mm -hmm. when people are on essential rewards, 
you increase the chances tenfold at least of them finding something they can't live without. You know, they get them on Ningxia Red, get them on Master Formula, Omega Gize, Super B. You know, there is something that will have just a huge difference in their life and they won't be able to go without it and boom, essential rewards member for the rest of forever. Mm. I love how simple that is and so impactful. Yeah, it really, it, it but it's really the honest truth. You know, folding newsletters and checking Facebook a thousand times and going to meet somebody for coffee without asking for her clothes, that does, it's, that's busy stuff, right? And, 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 oh my and gosh, listening to yes. all the drama that your team members are having. <laughs> yes, when we, Jen, talked yesterday, and it's, you know, um, don't think that you're busy if you don't have a metric to measure progress. You know, whatever that metric is, whether it's I want to have X amount of new members this month, I want to have X amount of personal enrollments this month, whether it's an income goal, I want my commission to look like this next month. You have to have a mm-hmm. metric to know whether you're making progress. Yes. I feel so super strongly about that because you can spend all day spinning your wheels and thinking you were super busy. But you have to look and see if you actually accomplish something. Yes. And you have to know what At the, the end of the month to measure. <laughs> when 11.59 Mountain Time happens, if, you, if there's nothing yes. that's changed <laughs> that, that you yes. hit, that's the true test. <laughs> you, know, you could be doing all the stuff under the sun, and it does not matter if you are not getting those numbers to change. And if those numbers aren't changing, what? okay, I'm going to lead you into this, and hopefully I'll lead you the right way. So if those numbers aren't changing, Heidi, and those people say they're doing all the busy stuff, what do you tell them that has to happen in order for them to change their destiny with those numbers? Oh, my gosh. If it's to be, it's up to me. If it's to be for you, it's up to you. And you have to know income-producing activities. That is work. You have Mm -hmm. to work at this to succeed. Work that's worth it more than anything I've ever seen. Mm. It's not True. it's not complicated. It's not complicated to enroll someone. <laughs> it's not complicated to, you know, place people in your legs. But like we talked about yesterday, Jen, like for me this week, just seeing what's happening in real time in my life, work that I can't I don't see any other job or activity or anything that provides us with the opportunities that we're getting through Young Living. It's unbelievable. So yes, know your metric. You have to have measurable progress to know if you're growing. And what Mm -hmm. is it, the help five? I don't think we talked Mm -hmm. about the help five yesterday, but Mm -hmm. let's finish with with that. Yeah, I talked about that with my builders. Um, you know, the statistic across Young Living is if you want to grow, you need to help five every month. And so when people will talk to me like, well, I'd like to maybe get, you know, one member a month. And it's like, well, if you, that's okay, but if you're in this to grow, you need to help five people a month. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. the number was, if you help five, you'd be in the top 10% of earners. 
of Young Living, mm. if you helped five consistently every month, then that was it had to be helping five with an income-producing activity, which would be enrolling them or getting them on essential rewards or helping them enroll someone. Mm. I love every that. Month. At give, least five. And give them everything they want to host you. <laughs> yes, whatever it takes for them to host you. Because you, you can't, I went from, you know, I used to think, gosh, if I could get four new members a month, oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> yes, you those are B-A-B bad. <laughs> yes, those were my early goals. If I could have four enrollments a month. Um, but now, I mean, I've broken through that. Just I have broken through that. I'm so thankful for that, for that growth because there's so much possibility. Mm. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, let me go ahead and open up the line so we can have everybody say good night to you. Hang on. Let me unmute. Thank you. Wow, thank you for coming. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Heidi. You're welcome, everybody.